Hello and welcome to Weekly MTG, the only show formerly brought to you inside the building, now brought to you from our homes because the world is a dark, dark place. But we're here to bring a little bit of light to it. Uh, today we're talking Zendicludes. So Mark Rosewater is going to be joining us. He's going to explain what that means in a little bit. We're not actually previewing any content today, but you're going to learn a little bit about Zendikar that you may not have already known. Uh, but before we get to Mark and all of that, Steve's going to do the news. Yeah, we had a couple of things come up this week that should be pretty fun. Uh, first of all, for all of you historic fans on Magic the Gathering Arena, we had a banned and restricted announcement. That's right, Field of the Dead has gone to the Field of the Dead. It is no longer legal in historic, not legal. Uh, you can see this lovely graphic right here, Field of the Dead, banned historic cards, super fun. For some reason, there's a bunch of uh, things going on in the background on the sound. Not sure what that's about. Uh, but yeah, Field of the Dead, no longer in Historic. And for those of you that enjoy Draft, uh, Magic the Gathering Online introduced a new way of drafting called Supreme Draft this week. You can see more about it on the Daily MTG article. Basically, it's a way that you can draft a little bit more quickly without requiring a lot of people, get you right into the games. It's really cool. Uh, and you right now, Supreme Draft is a bunch of Ravnica sets. So you get the opportunity to draft a little bit of nostalgia there with Ravnica and uh, just jump right into the game. So take a look at Supreme Draft on Magic the Gathering Online. Details about it can be found on Daily MTG. And with that, let's get to those clues, Blake. Yeah, and to do that, let's bring on the one and only Mark Rosewater. Welcome, there Mark. Thanks for coming. Hello. So, Mark, tell us a little bit about these these clues that we're giving out. You you do these quite often, don't you? Yes. Yeah, so let me talk about the, the history. So many, many years ago, back in uh, 1996, I believe, uh, Mirage was about to premiere. Uh, and at the time, uh, we had a magazine called The Duelist that was uh, – we used to have these things called magazines. They were made of paper. You would read them. Anyway um, – we were, I was trying to find a fun way to talk about the upcoming set, uh, but we didn't have previews yet. Uh, and so I did something, I had a column called Insider Trading, which was a column I used to, to talk with the players and stuff, sort of a precursor to making magic, if you will. Um, and I came, we had, there's a card in the set called Frexian Dreadnought, which was a 12-12 trampling creature that cost one mana. Uh, and I was very proud of it. And so I decided it might be fun to give some clues for the upcoming set. But I said to everybody, I'm not telling you everything. I'm purposely only telling you some things. But the fun of this is, okay, see what you can figure out. I'll tell you some things. And so I said, you know, back in Mirage, oh, there's a 12-12 trample for one mana. And then they spent, you know, a month or two trying to figure that out. Um, this is back when the magazine would come out every month. So they, they were a month away <laughs> from us showing the preview cards. Uh, but anyway, uh, I do the, what I call these sort of duelist teasers from time to time. Uh, I've done a bunch recently while we've been at home. Uh, but anyway, uh, the players like them, and we felt, why not do one for Zendikar Rising? So yeah. I have things that are going to be in Zendikar Rising, but my caveat I always give is, I'm not telling you everything. Everything I'm telling you is true, but I'm not telling you everything. I'm leaving things out. So you are forewarned that this is partial information. Yeah, said, and we're going to... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we're going to start uh, giving you full information next Tuesday, starting at 8 a.m. Pacific time, actually right here on twitch.tv slash magic. 
The debut is going to start at 8 a.m. We will show a trailer. We'll show off a bunch of cards. we got a cool video coming. A lot of previews. Uh, Steve and I are going to do a show after the debut, show off even yeah, more stuff. Uh, all that's happening on Tuesday, September 1st. Um, but to give you something to noodle on over the weekend, let's let's look at some of Mark's uh, Zenda clues here. Okay. Okay, so first up, here are things you can expect in Zendikar Rising. Okay, first up, a white creature that can make an opponent lose the game simply by attacking them, no matter how much life they have. So we've seen similar effects to this in the past. Uh, yes, Sage the Untouchable. Played in this area. Uh, yeah, yeah. Never Sage the Untouchable. Okay, White's never gotten anyone. I, I know Black has had Phage, and um, uh, Master of Cruelties didn't quite the win the game, but it set their life total to one. So, okay. A white creature that can make an opponent lose the game. I'm, I'm interested to see... I think we can say right now, it's, it's not in fact. It's not, no, it's not, not, not in fact. fact. <laughs> well, not we'll in give fact. you that one for free. We're not, we're not going to answer a ton of questions <laughs> on these, but we're going to give you that one for free. It's not in fact. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, let's let's look at the next one. What do we have, Mark? Oh, a multicolored creature that lets you repeatedly reanimate permanents out of your opponent's graveyard for no mana. So zero mana to do this. That's, zero mana. That's a very small amount of mana, Mark, to, that for that effect. Um, All right, and let's, uh, let's look at the, oh, really oh, there's an and. Figure that out. It's a, it's a two-color yeah. card. Two-color card. Two-color card. Okay. Uh, let's. I, you know, the fun thing is I, I've seen the whole set. I know the whole set. So in my mind, I'm, I'm trying to figure out which cards these are. I'm not going to say, but it's fun. Okay. Yeah. There are three creatures with five creature types. And this is not changeling. They, they, they have five. <laughs> exactly five. Not all of them. They have exactly five. So each of yeah, the creatures has exactly five types. Yeah. Probably give our type setting team fits. Not changing. Not changing. Okay. 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 All right. So it's, it's all, right. Not all creature types. This has five, not all. Another asterisk to every creature type question in the future. <laughs> okay. An artifact granting plus two plus two to a subset of creatures that first appeared in Alpha. Ooh. A subset of creatures that first appeared in Alpha. A lot of people out there are like, Please be Merful. Please be Merful. Please be Merful. <laughs> well, these, these are designed to let, let you think a little bit and, and, and make some guesses. Okay. Yep. X being used for a variable it's never been used for before. Huh. That could literally be anything. It could. But, uh, literally. Except for things we've already used. I do this. I go through the set and I just find things that are uniquely true. So, um, yeah. I'm not sure we'll get people more excited than others, but uh, these are all <laughs> things that are true. All right, what's next? A 6-6 six, six artifact creature that costs three and a 7-5 artifact creature that can cost three. Interesting. Interesting. It's a large I creature know for that amount of mana, Mark. It's a large creature. There is. I'm, I'm trying to think. There's a, I mean, you, were, you referenced Phyrexian Dreadnought earlier as a 12-12 that cost one. Yes. Um, there was a there was a card in Cold Snap, um, a three Frexian Gorger, I think, 
was a um, three mana the, artifact that was like an eight eight. Uh, it had a, a cumulative. Called... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say it had a cumulative upkeep of like sacrificing a land or something. Um, there were the cycle creatures. I think they were called the Bringers from Judgment, that mm -hmm. uh, all had a huge uh, reduction. Cost. Oh, the avatars. The avatars. Oh, the avatars. Yeah. Avatars, yeah, the avatars. Avatar, the bringers are the avatar, ones that you could cat. Yeah, the bringers had alternate casting costs of all five colors. But yeah, the avatars that like if you had twenty creatures in your graveyard, they cost two yeah. mana. Okay. Yeah. Avatars. Yeah. Prophecy. Chad has let us know they were in prophecy. Okay. Prophecy. All right. So all right. some potentially cheap artifact creatures. All right. What's next? The return of four mana symbols. That have each only ever been used on two cards before. This was the one that stumped me the most out of huh. all the clues you wrote down. I still do not know what this refers to. And I've looked at the whole set. <laughs> which which means I need to go back and look at the set again. But yeah, um, yeah this this one, I don't even <laughs> know the answer to that. History and look at old mana symbols and stuff. And I, I predict they're going to figure out what these symbols are. Uh, I think we'll see. I, I think they'll figure this the, what the symbols are. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's see okay, what next. else we got. Lands that come with a choice you've never had before. Ooh. All right. Mm. All right. Okay. Uh, targeted enchantment removal in black. So... Okay. So I wanted to talk about this one a little bit. Okay. Because this this has been. I've played the game for a very long time, and obviously you have, yes. have two. And one, one of the rules has been black doesn't deal with enchantments. You play against a black-red deck, and yeah. you play an enchantment, and you're just like, sorry, you can't deal with this. So, you know, you're the color pie guru. How, how and why is this changing? Um, so what happened was Eric Lauer came to talk to the color pie council at one point um, and really explained that it was weird that black had multiple things it couldn't handle, and that we decided that black really should have one and not two. Uh, and red already had enchantments. Uh, so we decided that we would give black. The, the, what we said was black's going to be number three at it. White and green were better than, than black at enchantment removal. But we decided to give black. We, we were changing the color pie. We're letting black now have some color pie removal. Uh, we tried some of it at a, at a low level. It was a little bit lower. So we, we decided this set to bring it up a little bit to test it. Uh, and so it is. Once again, I'm not giving you all the information, but it is targeted <laughs> and it is enchantment removable. Um, so there might be more written on the card than that, guys. But uh, <laughs> with, with other caveats. So. Uh, fair enough. All right, uh, let's see the next one. A red-white creature, so a red and white creature, with a line of rules text that starts with "whenever" and ends with "draw a card." Uh, one of the complaints I get all the time about white and red is card drawing is not as nearly good in white and red as it is the other three colors, mostly because they're the two worst colors of card drawing. But here's a red-white mm -hmm. card that will let you draw cards whenever something happens. <laughs> I, I do know what this one is. I know exactly where it's being Some, revealed. Somebody just put, whenever you lose the game, draw a card. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, little, it's a little jab at white that's a little mean. We do, by the way, the behind the scenes, we are working on ways to let white have some access to color draw in a way that feels very white. 
Uh, it's yep. going to be introduced over much time, so I'm not saying that this next set's going to be, but over time, you're going to see us introduce stuff. So. Yeah, and I know we revealed a card. Uh, it wasn't, it didn't have card draw, but we revealed a very powerful white card from Commander Legends this past weekend at Command Fest um, that had a, a really powerful catch-up mechanic that was very cool, uh, and I'm drawing a, a Keeper of the Accord. And uh, so I, I, I've, I've seen some of this stuff that they're talking about. As a big fan of, of white spells in Commander, it's true. It's coming. So, all right. So what, the, I think, one more any more on this slide? One more. There uh, we go. A card with three different activated abilities that all copy something. Ah, warms my heart. <laughs> I'm so excited for that one. <laughs> I'm very excited for that one. I like copy. Yeah. Card. This is not a card I made. I, I, I wish I had made it, but I did not make it. I, I like this card a lot because I like copying things, but I did not make this card. Um, now, while we're talking about making this card, so, Mark, you're, you're the head designer, and but that, that means different levels of involvement with different sets. How, how involved were you specifically with this set? I was the, uh, the lead vision designer. So um, in our process now, we do vision design, we do set design, we do play design. Um, mm -hmm. I'm in charge of the vision design process. And then I don't lead every vision design set. I did lead this one. So I, I, okay. I was for Zendika Rising. Okay. Just um, to give um, people reference, what were the last, uh, what were the sets that have already been published prior to Zendikar that you were also the lead vision designer on? Uh, I was the lead vision designer for um, Ixalan. I was the lead vision designer for Throne of Eldraine. I was the lead vision mm -hmm. designer for War of the Spark. Um, I was the lead uh, for the, the, rap, the two Ravnica sets. Um, mm -hmm. I, I lead a lot of the vision, but I, I, we have, I have yeah. a bunch of other designers that lead some stuff as well. So, um, for example, um, I... I didn't lead Therese Beyond Death. Ethan Fleischer led Therese Beyond Death, for example. Yeah. Uh, we're getting uh, a good question in chat. What is vision design, Mark, while you're talking about doing that a lot? Oh, well, the, here's my very short uh, the, the metaphor I use. Let's imagine you're building a house. Making a magic card is building a house. Um, vision design is kind of the architect that I'm figuring out what the set's supposed to be, uh, what themes the set's going to have, what major mechanics it's supposed to have. Uh, we'll figure out cycles sometimes and sort of the we're making the blueprint of the set and then i hand to the mm -hmm. set designer they're going to build the house they're actually going to make it everything i'm making is just showing them proof of concept now some of my cards that i and my team will make they'll use um but they usually will restrip things down and you know and they'll, they'll make the house they'll build the house but they're using our template for how to do it uh envision design usually like i said determines themes discerns major mechanics uh and Depending on what the set is, like uh, in Throne of Eldraine, for example, we did a lot of individual card work because we we're trying to demonstrate how to do the top-down fairy tale stuff. Um, it'll vary from set to set. Uh, but like, for mm -hmm. example, in this set, um, most of the mechanics that were in the set ended up coming from vision design. There's one mechanic that's coming back um, that uh, I pitched a, a variant on it, and uh, Eric, the, Eric Lauer, the lead uh, um, set designer, he ended up instead of going to the new version of it, just went with the old version of it. Um, which if they, I think the audience knows this mechanic is coming back because they've seen the card that has it on it. So. Uh, if you're talking about kicker, yes, they are. And actually um, we might as that's, that's a good interlude. 
because we did reveal two cards yesterday. Uh, the producer, Sean, if we can show a couple of those off, just in case the audience has missed them. Uh, so Jimmy Wong previewed on Twitter, uh, Jace Mirror Mage, which is the first Planeswalker with kicker. Uh, Mark, yes, what do you have to say about this card? So when we first started doing Planeswalkers, our attitude was we wanted to keep them sort of isolated and not not have the mechanics of the set so they felt sort of separate from it. Um, having made them for a long time, we now realize, you know what makes, like it's hard to make Planeswalkers. The design space is, is narrower than you would think. Uh, so we've been leaning into it now. And so um, there are multiple Planeswalkers that, that definitely use mechanics in the set. So uh, one of them is Jace. So, um, and... Kicker was kind of cool because it allowed us, like, this is a Jace you can play for three mana or you can play for five mana and you get to decide, you know, when and how you want to use it. You know, if you kick it, you get a second Jace because you get the little mirror, you know, illusion mirror Jace. Um, but this was a fun card. We, a lot of times with Jace, we play up um, his mental abilities, his telepathy, his, you know, he can erase, he can create and erase memories. Um, but this card's more playing up his illusion ability that, I mean, we've had a few cards in the past that have done it, but. Um, most of his planeswalkers are more the mental stuff and a little less the illusion stuff. But this is clearly this is illusion. He's here's Jace. Here's another Jace, which is the real Jace. Well, one one's an illusion. I mean, you the player might know because it's a token, but uh, the uh, <laughs> in, in the real world they, they don't know. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, the second planeswalker we revealed from Becca Scott, uh, Nahiri, heir of the ancients. It's a four mana. Four loyalty, white, red, planeswalker. The plus ability is create a 1-1 one, one white core warrior creature token. You may attach an equipment you control to it. The minus two lets you look at the top six cards of your library and reveal either a warrior or an equipment. Put them into your hand. And then the minus three, which is really cool because you can use it immediately, deals damage to target creature planeswalker equal to twice the number of equipment you control. So Nahiri is obviously very focused on equipment here, Mark. Yes. So one of the things like we, we've been trying to help carve new space for Planeswalkers, we, we, we're making them a little more narrowly focused so that they can do something really well. Um, there is an equipment theme, a little sub theme in the set. Uh, not a surprise since obviously she interacts with equipment. Um, the interesting note about Nahiri, by the way, is this is her home plane. She's from Zendikar, but this is the first Zendikar that Nahiri's appeared in, in a Zendikar set. Um, she first showed up in one of the Commander products and then she was on um, Innistrad, but this is the first time she's actually on her home plane. So um, anyway, it's, 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 um, it's kind of fun doing Nahiri because she has a very focused mechanical identity uh, that mm -hmm. luckily plays into a mechanic. Like equipment is a thing we do. So um, it allows us, she's a, the lithomancer. That means she, she can carve things out of stone. Um, and so she's really good at making um, weapons and stuff out of stone. That's why, that's why she has an equipment mm -hmm. theme. Makes sense. All right, let's shift back to some Zenda clues. What we got more clues. I do. We got more okay. clues. This next section, these are snippets of rules text that you will see on the card. It's not the whole rules text. I just cut little tiny phrases that entertain me. Uh, so I'm going to share with all of you. These are the actual texts as they actually appear, but you're not seeing the full text. Okay. First rules text snippet. Three plus. Uh, different converted mana cost X or less equal to 20 minus 
That one blows my mind. Anytime you see 20 on a card, it's just kind of like, what the heck is going on? The other two before that, I've seen some variation of them, but equal to 20 minus just kind of blows my mind. Have we done different Chrono Mana Cross extra less before? Unless we have. Uh, I'm not sure. I know we've done things with, you know, choosing different converted mana costs. I'm sure chat will tell us something if there is something we forget about. Three plus I, I we've done before. Cards. I took this one, but I thought this was, I thought it was new. Maybe it's not. I thought it was new. Three, three plus okay. we did um, welding sparks. Ah, I think favorite. did three damage method. plus the number of artifacts you control. Yeah. Next up, Cowards Camp Black Warriors. This one we've I done that one before. The best snippet, the best one. Yeah. Uh, don't lose unspent red mana. Uh, I think we've, okay. we've we've done don't lose unspent mana before, but I don't think we specified yep. red. Um, I'd have to check. I know we've done, uh, there were some Nehebs that that give you red mana and don't cause it to empty, but I'm not sure they specified red. Okay. All right. Don't lose unspent red mana. What else we have? Twice the number of equipment. Twice the number of equipment. Uh, next, and if it's the third time. If it's the third time. I know we've done if it's the second time because I've been playing a lot of Amonkhet on Arena and Second Sun does second time, but I don't know. If, I, don't, I don't know of a third time. Oh, oh all yeah, right. That was, that was, okay, so the last that, that's line, all of it. All right. So my third category are uh, creature type lines, and I believe. Uh, these are unique, meaning there's never been a creature card, not token, but a creature card printed before with these with these token types, I believe. Okay. Um, at least I, I, I did a search on the database, and that's what they told me. So hopefully I, I'm correct here. Okay. Okay, first up, mouse. Uh, we saw the token right. type in Throne of Eldraine on a, on a token. Yep. But now we have a card, the first creature card with mouse. Leviathan Crab. So it, it's a big crab. <laughs> it's a real big crab. Leviathan crab is what I order at every seafood restaurant. I don't know, I don't know what Shit you guys are talking about. <laughs> I, I, was, I was sure we must have done this before, and I looked it up and I couldn't find it. So Have we really not? Wow. Shapeshifter Rogue. This might be one of our preview. I'm, if I remember correctly, I think this might be one of our preview cards for the weekly after show next Tuesday. I don't um, believe that it is, because I know which one it is, and I don't think it is one of ours. Okay. Uh, but maybe. Oh, you do, know, you, I I do know. You. I do know which one it is. I do know. You do know which one it is. Yeah. yeah. No, then it's not. Okay. Okay. Next, demon cleric. Nice. We, we've we've nice. had demons do different jobs before, but never never cleric. So. Worm horror. That's just that's just my nightmare right there. <laughs> Worm horror. Hydra Horror. There's some horrors in the set. Cat Horror. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensing a theme with these, Mark. I'm sensing a yeah. theme. Oh. There, there Cat are a of Horror. horror. Uh, Angel Wizard. This is oh, I don't even I know a card that is, and I want that. I, find it. So I, I know which one it is. Yeah. So yeah. These, anyway, these are all 
things to expect come Zendikar. So I'm hoping that my goal of, of doing these, and I will post this on my blog uh, shortly after the, the show, um, is I want you guys to guess. Uh, next week you'll start learning mm -hmm. things, but one of the fun things is sort of having you guys kind of see what you think will happen. What what do you think these are? And the, the reason I've been doing these forever is it's fun watching you guys guess because I know the answers. So it's fun <laughs> watching you try to see what you think it is. Uh, and, and Mark, for those who don't know where your blog is, where can they find this after the show? Uh, it is on Tumblr. Uh, Blogatog is its name. Um, if you search for Blogatog on, on Google, you will, you will get to it. Um, but we'll, is, we'll I, also I, link to it from, okay. yeah, we'll, we'll also link to it from daily MTG to make sure that yeah, people it, have a landing place. Um, it is, I've had the blog for, I don't know, seven years now or so. Um, but anyway, if you've never been there, I answer questions every day and I post all sorts of, I do a lot of things. So I post links to my, my comics and my podcast and my weekly articles and, and I answer, I, I think I'm up to. And I've answered over a hundred thousand questions, something insane like that. So good lord, <laughs> that's so a machine. <laughs> but but yeah, All anyway, right. so I say um, Zendikar has a soft spot in my heart. Uh, the the real short version of the story is it took me seven years maybe to get Zendikar made. Like I pitched the idea of a land focused set, and everybody's mm -hmm. like, "What else you got?" And it took me a long time to get the set made. And it really was a Herculean effort on my part to get it made. And so the fact that not only have we made it, that we've gone back to it not once, but now twice, um, it, it warms my heart. So I, I, uh, I, 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 this was a lot of fun. And so let me say this about Zendikar Rising. Um, we had original Zendikar. Uh, then the Eldrazi showed up. We had a war with the Eldrazi. The gate crash was there. A lot of stuff happened. We wanted to return to back where we came from. And so Zendikar Rising really is kind of a love letter to original Zendikar, to the very mm -hmm. first Zendikar, that world wake, before the Eldrazi kind of burst out of the ground and, and rose. Um, and so this is really a return to the roots of Zendikar. So if you guys enjoyed original Zendikar, this is really, this is meant to be a return to that. This is, uh, we're doing some new stuff. Um, also, there's something, I'll, I'll, one more teaser. There's something that I've been trying to do for over eight years maybe there's a there's something i would want to do mechanically i thought was really cool uh and i was trying to find the home for it uh and this ended up being one of the homes for it so i'm, I'm excited for you guys to finally see it it's, it's a really cool new thing you've not seen so i know what that is right. but that, that, the article you where you talk about it <laughs> <laughs> so um but, you uh, may have it, that that may have already been your answer to this mark but i figure i'll ask yeah. you anyway what are you most looking forward to in zendikar that I guess you can hint at. Um, I mean, the two big things is there's two new things, two new mechanical things. Um, one is this thing I've been talking about that I've been, I've been trying to find a home for for this many years. And the other is um, we found a really neat way to take a theme we've done before, but do it in a way we've never done it before. And so there's a, there's a very popular theme that the audience likes that we've done many times but we found a very different way to do it. And I'm very excited with this new mechanic. So I'm curious to see what people think of it just because it's, it is, it's flavorful and it is in some ways it's not a new thing, but in other ways it is a new thing in that it just handles a popular thing in a new way. And so uh, the two new things are the things I'm most excited about. Um, we are bringing back some old favorites. Obviously we told you kickers coming back. There's another mechanic coming back that also has a warm spot in my heart. Um, so 
there's anyway, there's a lot, a lot of really cool stuff here, and there's a lot of uh, um, the, the the set is there's just it, it's really really uh, like I said, I love Zendikar, and it really we went to town and we really sort of said how can we do Zendikar the best that we can do, and so there's lots of neat things. There's all sorts of surprises I'm not allowed to tell you about, uh, but there's a lots lots of cool stuff coming your way. So pay attention this next week or next couple weeks. Uh, there's lots and lots yeah. of cool stuff coming. Uh, let's. I'm, I'm going to try to. We we are in the Q and A section. I'm going to try okay. to answer, ask and answer questions from chat. Uh, we may not be able to answer all of them. Uh, but yeah, let me, because, yeah, yeah, just, not the answer might be about, like, tune in next Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that that does uh, lead into this one. Why do previews start on Tuesday instead of Monday? Great question. Uh, Monday's a holiday in Europe, which also for those of you who read uh, Mark's article every Monday. His article is going to be on Tuesday because it is a preview article. So we will not have Mark's article on Monday. Instead, on Monday, we'll have the article that tells you where to find all the previews. Oh, in my um, article, I talk about the, the new mechanic that's a twist, the, the thing that we took an old theme and twisted it. That I talk all about that mechanic on Monday. So. Yep. Or Tuesday. Sorry, on Tuesday because uh, it comes out Tuesday. On Tuesday. Tuesday. Everything's happening on Tuesday. Yeah, it's a, it's a holiday in Europe, and this is an all-hands-on-deck, all-around-the-world kind of thing. So uh, when will we be getting an announcement on the roadmap for next year? Sounds like you should tune in on Tuesday. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. I, I mean, kicker, question mark? Yes. Let's see. Oh, so I can tell. I have a little tiny story about this. So About kicker? Yeah, go ahead. Fine. Um, we actually made sort of a kicker variant. It was something a little bit different. I'll, I talk about this in my second preview column, not my first one. Um, I actually done a, it was kind of a variant on kicker, uh, and I handed it off to Eric, and Eric's like, let's just do kicker. Come on. Kicker was an original, like the, the very set we were talking about had kicker in it. Let's just do kicker. And, uh, so we did, and we did a lot of fun stuff and, uh, there'll be, I mean, kicker as you know it, and in a few ways, maybe you don't, so. Um, all the people asking about fetch lands, we have nothing to tell you today. That's one of those questions that we can't answer. Um, let's see. Are there a lot of commander cards and stuff in the Zendikar Rising set? Well, one thing to note is uh, that there there is a separate uh, two decks for command. There are two commander decks for Zendikar Rising, much like we did, uh, kind of like we did with Akoria. So Akoria had four decks. And they were at kind of the normal level that you expect that we've done for the yearly commander releases. These uh, these two commander decks for Zendikar Rising are more like beginner commander decks, I guess I would say. Um, they're they're a little more akin to um, an on ramp sort of play, uh, commander deck than they are uh, the commander decks we normally put out. But we'll be showing those off as well. So yes, there are commander cards both in the main set and in the regular set that you will definitely want to play. And one thing I'll stress uh. is Commander's a big enough thing that every Magic set we think about Commander. So, it, it, like, are there legendary creatures you might want to make Commanders out of? Yes, there are. Is one of them four-color? <laughs> yes, he is. Um, so, you know, there's definitely there's, there's stuff to... There's plenty of fun Commander stuff. If, that, if that's your gig, you will like this set. Oh yeah, yeah. I just can't. A lot of these, a lot of these questions are just <laughs> things we can't answer. Um, okay, I do want to. This is. 
I'm not going to ask, I'll, I'll read the question, but I'm going to twist it a little bit. It says, when are we returning to Kamigawa and to New Phyrexia? Uh, the answer is, uh, for New Phyrexia is probably eventually, and Kamigawa is, and Mark, you've talked about returning to Kamigawa and how it's not likely, but how we've, how we've done some things like in M21, we started putting some Kamigawa cards, like the Shrines in set for those people who love that set. Yeah, one, talk a little bit about the that. One of the things we've learned is uh, because we make a lot of supplemental products, like we only have so many main set, you know, uh, premier sets, you know, standard legal sets that we make. Um, so that one of the tools that we can do is we use uh, supplemental sets and sometimes core sets to sort of show worlds that maybe, uh, you know, we, we have a lot of fans of a lot of our worlds. We, we can't necessarily go back to all of our worlds, but we can give little teasers. And so the shrines in core 2021 was a little nod, for example, to the Kamigawa folk of, Okay, here's something you liked about Kamigawa. We could give you a little a little tease of that. Um, and so um, I have a lot of people who are asking. You name a place we've ever been, or a place we've mentioned once. Uh, there's there's an audience out there that really wants that. And some of that stuff we'll get to. Uh, not all of it we can get to. Uh, we only make so many sets. Uh, but we do. We are looking in our supplemental sets and our core sets of finding opportunities to make throws to some of the worlds that maybe we can't get to. Um, to everyone pointing out that Europe is a big place and not everywhere has the same holiday. Yes, our our European office, which is in um, just outside of London, has a holiday on the 31st. So, no, it is not all of Europe celebrating a holiday on the 31st. It is um, just the UK. Uh, da, 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 da. Do the two commander decks replace planeswalker decks? Yes, we're only doing planeswalker decks with um, core sets. Let's see. I don't know. Steve, are you using the, there are a lot of questions. I'm, I'm so far behind. Yeah, lot, really. There are a lot of really, really great questions that we can't answer. There's <laughs> so many. And, I know. Uh, yeah. You can add, ask a couple of them, and I'll just say no comment. And you just ask them, and yeah. I'll go no comment. All right, Mark, are there any vampires in Zendikar? Uh, no comment. <laughs> I feel like this guy is going to get old really fast. It's it, it, uh, Yeah. Mark, are we going to see I any hybrid man? There were vampires last time we were there, guys. Yeah. Uh, now, the, the vampires were um, creations of the Eldrazi infection of the plane. So, who knows? Many angels in Zendikar. I can tell you that there's at least one angel in Zendikar, and it is a wizard. <laughs> that is true. Uh, yep. yep. Uh, Mark, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that you can answer this question yes or no. Okay. Um, are there any are there any reprints from the original Zendikar set? Yes. Um, here's a good question. How long ago did you decide to return to Zendikar? Um, we tend to work out, we tend to plot our, our years, our magic years, uh, four to five years ahead of time. Usually, um, we solidify them about three years ahead of time and I start work on them, about two and a half years ahead of time. So I would say we solidified this three, four years ago, maybe four and a half. Mm -hmm. We work okay. far ahead. So for example, here's what the story I'll tell you. Uh, Zendikar, Zendikar code name was diving. And so all our code names are sports in alphabetical order. I'm having meetings where I'm like, what is you? The, the one that starts with you, what is that? So we work ahead. 
<laughs> just just slightly, just a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think let's see. Uh, someone asking, what is the storytelling plan for this set? Great question. It will be answered on Tuesday. All of these questions, it's there again. So many will be answered. We want to tell you, but so many of them are getting answered on Tuesday. (laughs) Please tune in. You will not be sorry. I'm really excited for it. And then we'll be answering probably even more questions that come about from that on our after show after the thing that happens on Tuesday. We absolutely will be. So let's see. Dan. Yeah, more, more sweetly. Yep. Again, if you if you want to know more about the the story and lore, definitely tune in Tuesday. I've seen several questions about that. Um, is there only one returning mechanic? Nope. Mark said earlier there was two. There's two returning mechanics. Two returning mechanics. One is kicker. <laughs> one is kicker. Yeah. Uh, man, a lot of lot of good questions. I wish we could answer. So you guys are asking good this questions. Is a, this is a clues. This is yeah. a clues stream. This is a stream about this clues is a clue. and hints. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now these are great questions. If you're if you're putting your question in chat, definitely save it for Tuesday. We have another show Tuesday morning. Uh, we're going to start around eight forty or eight forty-five after the debut is done. Uh, that debut video and the trailer and all that might answer some of these questions. And if not, we will have a show then. Um, with uh, Maris and Turian, and we'll be able to answer a lot of those questions then if they haven't already been answered by that point. Um, so yeah, definitely lots of Tuesday hype. Let's see. Mark, will there be artifacts in this set? Uh, there will be artifacts in this set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And lands. Um, there'll be lands in this set. There'll be lands. There'll be creatures. I've already shown there will be planeswalkers. Yeah. I love that people are still here just watching me basically scroll through and not answer a bunch of questions. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. I mean, I appreciate everyone sticking around. And that's why I want, there are so many questions in here. I want to answer the ones that we can. Um. So give me a question. I won't answer it, but I'll say something entertaining around it. <laughs> um, how about this, Mark? I've seen some questions around set boosters. I mean, you've talked about it in a couple places, but you want to give a quick okay. overview of set boosters? Sure. So uh, we got some data of a year or two back as we worked far ahead uh, that said that the majority of players who open up a booster pack don't play within any kind of limited, don't play seal, don't play draft. They just open it. Uh, and we said, could we capitalize? Could we, we, we've already made uh, collector boosters and theme boosters and draft boosters. We already have different kinds of boosters. Could we make a booster that maximized opening? So that it's the most exciting thing we could, like what, what booster would be the most fun opening of a booster experience we could make? Um, and so we came up with the set booster. And I want to stress, by the way, this is our first time out doing it. Uh, the response has been really good. Uh, and I, I really, once you guys actually see them and open them, I want all the feedback because we're going to keep evolving what we're doing because this is us trying a brand new thing. Uh, for those that remember when draft booster started, we've changed over years in making how draft boosters work. So, um, but anyway, the idea is uh, 
we try to make as many excitement points as possible. And what I meant by that is in a normal pack, when you open it up, you know, you're very excited about what your rare mythic rare is. And maybe you're excited about your uncommons, but there's not a lot of excitement points in the pack. These things, like every slot is dedicated to something. And there's a lot of variance from slot to slot. Like, you know, is this the, uh, there's slots that change rarity and there's slots that can be foiled. And there's, there's all these different slots that do different things. And so when you're opening, you're never quite going to know what you're going to get. Uh, there's even cards pulled from another list called called the list that can be cards that aren't even from Zendikar Rising. Um, so there's, it's it's a really cool experience. Like I said, the initial response has been great. People are very excited. Oh, I'm getting a lot of questions about where else we could use set boosters, like bundles and things. Um, this is the first time we've ever done it. We we want to see the audiences what you guys think of it based on your reaction. In the future, maybe we'll do different things with them. Um, but we're not going to do different things till we know what you guys think of them. So obviously for the first time out, this is what we're doing. We're just making set boosters. Um, but anyway, if you've never heard of this before, pick one up, try it out, uh, open it up, see what you think of it. Uh, it's, it's a different animal. It's, it's a different thing. Um, draft boosters, by the way, aren't going anywhere. If you love draft boosters, if that's the way you play magic your whole life, they're still there. You can still buy them. We're not taking any choices away from you. We're just adding a new choice. All the old choices are still there. Yep. Uh, and if you do want to just sample a set booster, uh, you guys are going to have to help me out here because I forget what the promotion is. It's, it's either you get one for participating in a pre-release, which... I think it's pre-release. You know, I, I think it's I think you get one with a pre-release. Now, check with your local store about the pre-release because a lot of places aren't going to be able to run them. Uh, but we are doing... Uh, we are allowing people to run pre-releases at home. We are stretching the pre-release uh, time window so that I think it's like a week long so that if uh, stores want to stretch it out and keep a pre-release to like eight people so they can properly social distance, uh, that's allowed. So definitely check with your local store. Um, I think there are ways to sample set boosters without uh, directly buying one first. Uh, but then, you know, obviously buy one. Oh boy. Uh, do, 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 do. Mark, is there any great flavor text in this set? There is some very good flavor text, yes. The, the, um, <laughs> one of the things that is a lot of fun is when we go back to worlds, one of the neat things about returning to worlds is like the, the more we return to some place, the more story that gets built up, right? The more characters you know and history you know. And so one of the nice things about going back to a place for the third time is there's a lot of history built in. And so for those that really enjoyed original Zendikar or Battle for Zendikar or any of our Zendikar visits, uh, there's a lot of references to a lot of things that happen, you know, and... Um, plus, there's new things, by the way. Uh, just because the Eldrazi are gone doesn't mean there's not more troubles for the denizens of Zendikar. So you'll learn all about that. So there, there's a lot going on. So um, it's, it's a brand new world. I mean, it's not brand new world. It's a world you've been to before. But it's a, a brand new experiences on Zendikar. So you, you get a chance to see. You'll, you'll be reminded of what was there and also some of what is new. Okay. Um, Here's a question I'm actually seeing a lot. Is uh, Paulo Vitor Damadorosa's World Championship card in Zendikar Rising? Um, ah, I don't know. I don't think it is. I think it's in another I'm set. pretty sure the answer is no. Yeah, yeah I, not I think in this set. Oh, I, sure I know what that is. It's not this set. So, no, it is not in this yeah. set. Yep. So, uh, okay. There's a timing yeah. issue. We work far ahead. So, I understand he won a while ago, but we work far ahead. And... We wanted to work with him to make sure that he was happy with the card. So it takes time for us to make that. That's why it takes a little bit of time to come out. So, And and I remember I was at that world championship when he won. And it was like, he won. 
did the whole trophy thing. Congratulations. Interview him. Also, we need you over here because we need to start working on your card now so we can get it in a set as soon as possible. That literally happened. He sat down and started looking at card designs. It was within an hour of winning the world championship. And I think we gave him a little bit of choice of the kind of thing he wanted. So that also dictated yeah. a little bit where we had, where we put it. Because we wanted to give him some options. So, Yep. Um, uh, here's a good question, Mark. How yeah. has COVID changed design and playtesting? Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, in fact, I have, a, I have a podcast on this topic coming up in a, in a, in a few weeks. Um, the biggest thing is we're working from home. See, this, this, this is my office. This is where I work. Um, and so uh, most of magic, there's three parts to, to make, making magic. Uh, there is sitting in meetings and talking to people and figuring things out. There is design on your own time, you know, making cards and stuff. And there's playtesting. Um, the first one, which is sitting in meetings, has proved to be pretty similar. I mean, we use the whiteboard less than me, I guess, in person. But um, it's a very similar process. I'm sitting with my fellow designers and we're talking. Uh, whether we're in the same room or not, the process really isn't that different. Um, the second thing is uh, designing, like making cards. That actually has been helped by this process because uh, you there's a lot of busy time when you're at work where you sort of get stolen away for things. And there, while there's positive from that as well, uh, it's just hard to design at work. And at home, I know where my meetings are. So when I don't have meetings, I have time to myself. No one's bugging me. So I've been doing way more car design than I usually do. So the, the one of the big pluses for me is I've been doing a lot of car design, which has been a lot of fun. Because um, most of the time I'm very busy doing larger stuff and I, I don't do it. I don't get to do as much car design. The third thing is playtesting. That has been the biggest challenge. Um, we've gotten creative. There's lots of, uh, I, I definitely had cameras I've attached to things. and uh, But we, it is not the same as being in person. You know, uh, playtesting in person is definitely a different experience. But we're doing the best we can to, to match that. And so what I like to say is, of the three things, one is close to the same. One has been better. One has been a little bit worse. It's kind of averaged out that overall, uh, I don't think two years from now, when you see the sets, you're going to be able to tell that we made it in our houses. Uh, I, I think you, you won't be able to tell the difference. Um, but there's been some challenges on our end. There's definitely um, some things are easy to do and some things are harder. But we, we, we've been figuring it out. And like I said, we're five months into this now or whatever. And so we've we figured a lot out. I've gotten very used to uh, the running joke is um, whenever I leave my den at the end of the day, I, I say, okay, guys, I'm home. And then I... <laughs> And then the, 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 my wife always says, how was traffic? And I go, not too bad. <laughs> oh, the biggest problem for me has been my, my podcast, which is about driving to work. Yep. It's hard when I don't drive to work. So I've been- It's a lot shorter, I'd imagine, when it's called walk to work from the kitchen. <laughs> uh, if you go to my TikTok, I have a TikTok. I do uh, walk to work as a little, uh, little video that is about not too long. Uh, so if you want to see walk to work, I did do a little walk to work video. Um, I, I, by the way, I am doing my podcast. I'm just recording it at home. Uh, and every week I've been interviewing people and then I started doing my, my solo podcast again. So th there's two a week, one of which is an interview, one of which is, uh, me talking about random topics like I did in my car. So, uh, so I'll drive to work. It's on our website. Uh, it's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. Go check it out. Yep. It's in a lot of places. Uh, this isn't a question, but I thought it was a nice comment for you, Mark. Uh, okay. my brother has beaten, my brother had beaten, uh, fourth stage Hodgkin's lymphoma and we still enjoyed playing magic while he was sick. Just want to say thank you for the good job you were doing making these fun sets. 
Well, I, I get I, I get a lot of mail on that regard of people who like this is what magic means to me, um, and I just take that to heart. I love hearing stuff like that. Um, one of the great things about about our job is that we get to make something that brings happiness to people and helps people. Mm -hmm. Like for example, one of the things right now is so many people are in their house and they can't go out. And I've heard a lot of great stories of families playing together or people playing online or play, you know setting up cameras and playing commander from afar and stuff like that. And so. I, I love hearing how magic can help people get through times that are a little more difficult. So that I always like to hear that. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad your brother made it through. So that, that's great. Yeah. Um, we're getting a lot of people asking about the 2021 lineup. If that's your question, I, I suggest you turn tune in on Tuesday. Okay. Can I say this? Yeah. It's awesome. I don't know what this yeah. is, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I... I can't. I cannot wait for audience to, to learn about this because there's so oh, there's so much good stuff. Anyway, there, there you can't there, say there, that. You can't say that. There, you fun. can. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, I saw a couple. Like I saw a couple of questions about yeah. uh, whether or not we might do something like the Godzilla promotion that we did with Ikoria in the future, and uh, I thought that promotion was really fun. I would love it if we did stuff like that more. Uh, hopefully that's something you guys want to see i'm gonna pull that yeah but if it's something you want to see let us know is that something uh, you want to see <laughs> but yeah, i thought it was really fun that we did that i would love to do something like that again that would be really cool yeah yeah if you like stuff by the way let us know you like things things you like we're more likely to do again if a lot of people say hey we like this yep and you can do that through the surveys that uh get posted on our website, on social media. Uh, you can also do it through just messaging us on social media or uh, Mark, like Mark said, if you uh, send him questions and stuff through his Tumblr, he gets a lot of feedback that way. Um, and then we do a lot of market research. Just if you have the opportunity to say, I like this thing, or even I don't like this thing uh, in a nice constructive way, we want to hear all that. Any more questions I can't answer? <laughs> so many. So many. Uh, so many. I'm looking if there's even anything you can say no comment to. Um, are there any things that didn't make it into the set that you can tell us about? Um, I can't tell you about them because I... I there are things that didn't make it into the set. Whenever we do returns, one of the challenges of returns is, you know, there were five previous sets set on Zendikar. This is one set, and we want to do some new stuff. So not everything that you love from original Zendikar and other uh, Zendikar sets will be here. We, we, we fit in a lot of it, and there's a lot of stuff to love, but not everything's there. And, like, I already know, I know things that people are going to yell at me about because where's such and such? And I'm like... It was on the short list, but we could only fit so much in the set. So there, there will be things that, that you might want in the set that might not be there just because there's only so much. Uh, Theros said something similar where like people were like, I loved Bestow. Me too. Mm -hmm. There's only so much we could fit in. So um, there's a lot of goodies and there's a lot of stuff coming back. And there's a lot of things that you might love about previous sets that will be there. But there's more than we could possibly fit. So I'm telling you now. Some of you, there's something you will love that you really want that means Zendikar to you that might not be there. So, And and that's the, actually part of one of your upcoming articles where you kind of run through how you went through 
the decision-making process for what to include and what not yes. to include yes. in previous ones. So anyone who's interested in that, look for one of Mark's upcoming articles. I don't remember if it's uh, your first preview my article. Second preview second, article. Second, my second preview article, okay. Will you ever go back to set blocks? Uh, currently, so the old school blocks were originally we had a large set, uh, usually in the, the, the fall, the northern hemisphere fall, uh, then a winter set, then a spring set. Um, large, small, small, and then we started doing large, small, and every other once in a while would be large, and then we started doing large, small, large, small. Um, we are now in a world where every set stands by itself, but if we want to stay in a world more than one set, we can. Ravnica, for example, we stayed in Ravnica for three sets. So the new system is you can stay on the world as long as it makes sense to stay there. Uh, it could be one set. It could be two sets. It could be three sets. Probably not going to be four sets, um, but we have the freedom to do what we want. And I think a lot of what you will see is we are going to try to create a balance. You know, there's a lot of fun of having single sets and it's a lot easier to make single sets. Like trying to fill up a second set, there's a lot of that needs to go on there. There's places that can support it and there's places we might do it. Um, I do think you'll see more one ofs than anything else, but that doesn't mean we won't do two or three and stuff like that. Th those are on the table. All right. Um... All right, one last question, and then uh, I think I've actually caught up with chat. So I, I think we're at about okay. capacity for what we can answer. But Mark, nice. the most important yeah. question of this stream, will okay. Colossal Dreadmaw be in Zedekar Rising? <laughs> will it be in... The funny thing is, off the top of my head, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure the answer is no. I've been writing my article, my articles on Zendikar, so I've been doing a lot of Zendikar stuff. But meanwhile, I, I'm juggling like four other sets, and some of those sets might have Colossal Dreadmaw in them. So, like, <laughs> have I seen Colossal Dreadmaw? Yes. Is it in Zendikar? I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't know. Um, we love Colossal Dreadmaw, Dreadmaw, so it could be. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I honestly, honestly don't know. Of the four sets I looked at. One or two of them for sure have it. So I, I, I'm not sure if Zendikar is one of those sets. <laughs> this is my life, by the way. So the, I handle so many sets at once that uh, people will ask me questions sometimes. And I, when you juggle, like you, the audience, are only seeing one new set at a time. So you're, you're focused on one set. Uh, I am juggling many, many, many sets at many stages of things. And so it's very easy to get lost. And even though I just wrote my articles on Zendikar, I just looked through all of Zendikar. I honestly can't remember this is this is hurt by the fact that I know I've seen it in offset, so I I, I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, uh, that is all we have for today. Uh, thank you, Mark, first of all, for giving us your clues and uh, answering as many questions as you could. Uh, after the show, I'm assuming Mark is going to jump off the show and immediately go push the button to publish his. Uh, yep, his Zenda clues on his. Tumblr, which is Blogatog, and I will link to it from the front of Daily MTG. So whichever those sites you are familiar with, you'll be able to find it. I'm sure you'll tweet about it too. So if you follow Mark, I, I, I will media. post it and I'll retweet it on my Twitter if you follow me on Twitter. So. Yep. 
So you will put it out there. You guys will find it. Take a look at the clues, yep. start guessing, and we will start answering those questions on Tuesday, September 1st, starting at 8 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, for reference, if you're not in our time right zone, it's currently, it is currently 3.30 Pacific time. So, uh, you know, just subtract some number of hours because math. And, uh, and tune in at 8 a.m. Right, right here, here on twitch.tv slash magic, up, maybe up there. Um, and then we'll pop on afterwards and we'll talk more about what we just saw. We'll reveal a bunch of cards and uh, it's going to be a big freaking show and it's going to be amazing. And we're going to show off a bunch of cool stuff that we're just dying to talk We've about. We've been waiting so, a long time for this show, actually. So you will we're, learn a we're lot really of, excited about it. All so the much, so much. Made. Not, not all of them will be answered, but a lot of them will be answered on Tuesday. So many. Yeah. Your questions about 2021, your questions about story, your questions about Zendikar, we will answer them. So yes. thank you for tuning in today, everyone. Have a great weekend, and we will see you next Tuesday.